Welcome to Powerful, Wild and Magical, the podcast for the female leader who wants to reconnect with her true essence, step into her divine feminine power and make a huge impact in the world. I am your host, Nadia Gargalo, and in today's episode, we have Fiona Makonaki. Fee is a mentor to multidimensional women, guiding them back to their bodies and truth, activating their feminine magnetism and essence for an unapologetically deep, sexy life and business. She is on a mission to show every woman how to access the power and magic in their body, feel sexy as fuck, and manifest a life full of their most intimate desires. In this deep conversation, we talk about embodiment to create the life we truly desire, stepping into your feminine power through somatic movement, connecting with your sensuality and sexy self, and how to access the wisdom of your body. This episode is full of magic. Let's dive in. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. We've been together in one of our programs with mentors for our businesses at the beginning of last year. No, it was actually end of 2020, right? Oh my goodness, that feels so long ago. (laughs) (laughs) That goes so quick. Yeah, and it's amazing to witness your journey and have you here today to share your wisdom. Thank you very much for having me. It's a real pleasure to be to be here, to be talking to you, to be getting into all the good stuff. Yeah, I'm so excited for this conversation. So I had the pleasure to witness part of your journey since we did the program. And I can see you now being in your power more than ever. And I would love for you to share how the evolution uh, in your business has been and how you got where you are now. Absolutely. So I had this feeling um, sort of before I opened the door to the entrepreneurial world, I had no concept of it. Um, And so I knew that I wanted to have a business that was an expression of me. Um, And we joined this this course to, you know, to help us do that, to set a structure and to do all the things. But for me, I could not find the like the key that unlocked it. So I was looking for examples of other people. I was copying. I was seeing what worked, um, what was cool, what were other people doing. But I had nothing attached to me as a person. And the other thing that I was doing is I was doing it all from my mind, right? Mm -hmm. All from my strategy. What I'd done is totally disconnected it being from my body which is mad because (laughs) as a human I'm a dancer and I've been a professional dancer for a long time and now I'm a teacher and um and I just thought that I couldn't have those two things in the same space and eventually you know you do more personal development because having a business is all about your energy going deeper into you and as you start to unravel all of that I started to step more and more into my authenticity as a person, what rang true for me, which was always that 
my body was able to express things that I couldn't articulate with words. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know the term embodiment, particularly at that time. I just knew that I was able to move through something. And then as I started to go deeper and I was like, oh, this is this is it. This is what I do. I can I can help me tap into my body and call in things through it. And also I can easily help other people because I feel like I speak the language of the body. And then it's just from there, since sort of having that dropped in moment of like, oh, I've kept my body disconnected and bringing that back in, everything changed. And not just like changed to have like more clients and more money and the the things that people are trying to attain, right? I mean, like I wake up feeling like myself I feel connected to my body I feel connected to my power to source and that's the biggest transformation of them all wow that's that's so powerful I love how how you said that you started to express things through your body that you couldn't express in words I mean that's so unique no no a lot of people can do that and it's amazing that you were able to actually reconnect with that essence in you yeah I just hadn't I hadn't realized that that's how I'd always done things or and or that it was any kind of something special (laughs) do you know you just say you know you just have no concept you're like oh everybody knows how to do that this doesn't feel like it's something (laughs) that people would need to know you know you, you don't think that what you've got to offer your own power and magic is special enough for other people yeah, when, when things are just integrated within us and they come natural, we don't realize that no, everyone can do those things, you know. It's just yeah. so natural as everything, <laughs> everyone can do it. And then you get into the mind and you lose the connection with those with those things as well. Because like yeah. the business world, like the coaching world, has been for so long in that masculine energy of a strategy do this do that copy like you mentioned I was copying everyone I don't know how many times I've been told in the past um like more than what people are doing <laughs> just follow someone who is doing what you want and is successful in what you want yeah. and just copy <laughs> and it doesn't work yeah. anymore that way of doing business doesn't work anymore no it also doesn't feel good because you're constantly a step behind because you have to wait for somebody else to make a move before you can make a move. And the beautiful thing about trailblazing is, is that you're out there on your own. There isn't really other people doing what you're doing, but what you're doing then is coming from the soul. And so you can be satisfied with putting something out there in the world and sleep easy, knowing that even if it only hits two, three people, that it hits the right people and it's come authentically from you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that way of doing things as well, because you're always following what what people are doing and not yourself, is so difficult to have self-trust because there is no inner wisdom or anything coming from you that you can actually trust to follow. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was a big moment for me. Away from that essence and that inner wisdom and intuition. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we want authentic you know, sexy, strong, powerful, feminine women leading the way, right? In entrepreneurship. That's the, that needs to be the new era. 
Absolutely. It is the new era, at least for me, 100%. <laughs> I am also a big advocate of working on feminine energies, a big part of my mm-hmm. work. And yeah. I think our essence and power as women lies in that feminine energy. Um, your approach, approach to connecting with feminine energy is very focused on somatic movement. You were talking about the dancing and movement. Mm-hmm. So would you like to share how this works? Yeah, so for me, this is how I feel about it. Like our feminine wisdom, our deep magnetism, our ability to core things in, it's in our body. It's like already coded in there, but we have so many layers of um, shame being called inappropriate for doing things that we let it be dormant within us because it's easier and more societally accepted to not be in our feminine, to not embrace our sexuality, to not have like our sensuality, the first thing that somebody meets of us, right? And I feel like when you start to move, and generally I feel like it's movement that comes from the core, it's hip circles, it's body ripples, it's and not like a dance class, right? But it's how your body wants to move. It's moving as energy as that energy that's within you that flow um that's just can sort of circulate through the body and as I start to even now as I'm sort of moving and talking I feel that energy come up I'm like yeah I am I'm like I'm magnetizing it all in I am the power and so moving I feel like through this energy and it works the same when you're frustrated and when you're sad, and when you're grieving, and when you have a challenge, that this energy comes up, and you can start to move things in a different way, more thrashing, um, more shaking. Um, You know, you can embody your gratitude. How does like, how would gratitude feel to move? And I pick these energies of things that I want to feel, I want to feel abundant, I want to feel sexy, Um, I want to feel embodied, I want to feel powerful. And then I sort of recognize how they feel, where they sit in the body. And then I start to move as them. And there's no right or wrong. It's not like, let me show you the moves to embody your power. Well, let me show you the moves to embody wealth. There's nothing, there's no set routine for it. It's like, where does it sit in your, how does your body want to move the energy that's within you? Wow, that sounds, it's just turning me on to, to listen to it because, like, you know, yeah. my whole life as well. So, dancing is, is a yeah. my life. But I never thought of actually just connecting with that emotion or that feeling that you want and just allow the body to move however yeah. it was to move with that specific feeling that you want to embody. That's amazing. And yeah. what is popping? for me is like so if if I was to feel frustrated for example and I yeah. want that energy would you just do the same would you just connect to frustration and let it just move through the body yeah absolutely and I would I like to use a lot of sounds when I'm doing it as well so I'd probably be like <sighs> like just a lot of heavy breathing a lot of shaking I might get a pillow. I would probably do that one on the floor. That feels like it would be a really grounded practice for me, moving through that, like that tension. And I'd allow my body 
to have the tension that it wants. Does that make sense? So when we're doing embodiment work, we're not saying, oh, I feel tense. Let me do a wafty dance to release it. It's like my body's it's asking me to feel this. It's asking me to move this energy, this strength, this, you know, because there's a lot of strength that comes from frustration and grieving and sadness. It's just heavy, it's dark. And my body wants to feel it. So let me give myself full permission to feel that, to cry, to move, to hit things, to scream, to make noise. Let my body have that moment and move it through rather than keeping it at a low level and being like, oh, let me do something that feels like it might be a high vibe thing to do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, it's counterproductive. It's, this is all about feeling what you feel and moving through it so you can come the other side of it. So you don't spend days in the frustration. You spend 20 minutes. I love, love, love that. And especially the part that you get to express whatever your body needs to express in the way that your body yeah. needs to express. Because as you said, like, this is the same as with the strategies. If everyone is telling you which move, movement is for each emotion, it might not work for you. Like, we are all yeah. different and we might need to express differently different emotions. So I think that's Absolutely. super powerful way of doing somatic um work because it's unique to everyone and especially for people who are not familiar with dancing because i know a lot of women like feel triggered or they might be like i i'm not going to be able to do this i don't know how to dance and it's nothing about you don't need to be <laughs> to know anything you just allow your body to express which i think we don't do enough you we just haven't we haven't ever activated that part of ourselves but naturally we're all meant to move in the same way as like when you get excited and you lose yourself in that moment you'll jump up and down and things will happen and you'll move in an animated way that's embodiment work right that's an embodiment of a feeling so they're all natural things that are there but yeah I get that all the time or it's all very well for you you've spent your whole life dancing so you can put the music on it's going to look really good but I I, I'm not doing it to look good. I'm tuning in to feelings. Um, and I do that daily. Like I, I have a morning, like my morning practice, my morning thing is an embodiment practice. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm loving it. <laughs> um, <laughs> why... Accessing the wisdom of your body and embodiment is so key in creating the life you truly desire. Oh, hmm. because talking about a life that you truly desire is not about having all the things that you want. You can obviously have all the things that you want, but the life that you desire is one that feels good. It's one that when you wake up in the morning, you love your body, whatever it looks like. You love yourself. You are able to do a job that you love because you as a person are so in touch with yourself. So it's like feeling pleasurable in the body is the way. It's the key. It's like the first step. Because you won't enjoy, you can certainly have all the other things and manifest in and all the things. 
but you're not going to enjoy that if you look at yourself and you don't love what you see. You're not going to enjoy like the intimate moments with your partner if you don't allow yourself to feel pleasure. And so it's like these, like feeling pleasurable in the body. You meet your challenges differently. You meet your moments of joy differently. I mean, and that's about having the life of your dreams, right? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Actually, this reminds me, I had a conversation last week with one of my clients and we were working on her shadows. And one of her biggest shadows, it, it was actually desire, but the desire of the mind, the things that she thought she desired, but were not truly important for her. And I helped her connect with the soul desires. So this yeah. reminds me a little bit of that. Like the things that we think we want, a lot of times are not what we really want I, and make us feel good in like within at soul level. So Absolutely. If I think about that with my business, when I first started my business, what I thought I desired was an amount of followers, an amount of money per month. But actually what I desired is what I've got now, which is full, unapologetic expression of my authentic self. And then guess what? I've got the followers and the clients, right? But it, I didn't realize it was the other way around, but I could not have any of those things honestly, and I would still show up every day because it just, it just pours out of me. I just want everybody to know it and experience it. And I think that's the difference between owning your power, right? When you're so just into it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what any of the world thinks. Everybody in the whole world could think that this is ridiculous. It's so true to me that it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But then what you find is you are the energy of the thing. Your expansion, your ability to hold more is, is bigger. And so you, you get to hold more. Yeah, I can so relate to, to that because at the end of 2020 and part of 2021, I was also thinking I wanted to make 10K consistently every month and, na, 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 and have all these followers. And then I lost my account with my 10K followers in September. <laughs> but I was already shifting because like being in that pressure of wanting the 10K, I, I was just causing so much pressure on myself. And then I realized that what I truly wanted, it was freedom and ease. And I was not creating any of that being connected to those desires. So now I just have a business based on pleasure and flow. And I don't mind if I make 5K or 10K, it doesn't matter. But I get to have this business based on pleasure where I don't feel any pressure, where I can be in the present, yeah. deciding what I want to do every single time. And as you said, when you tap into that alignment of your true self and essence, the money and the clients just come. So when you are... It just comes. <laughs> yeah. When you are trying you to... No it's so hard, but then when you sit back, then it's just, you naturally magnetize it. Absolutely, because you're not in battle with yourself. And so yeah. <laughs> I could see, it's like I'd, I'd almost be, been conditioned and quite quickly, like when I started my business, I was conditioned quite quickly that we should be attaining a certain amount of money and attaining that certain amount of money meant that you were successful and if you didn't do that then you weren't successful now my measure of success is did I show up 
as myself today. Wow, that's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Anything else doesn't matter. If I showed up as myself in my power, sharing what's in my heart and soul today, then I rest easy. Yeah, because I, I agree. Like being in your power is everything about being your true self being in yeah. authenticity it's not about having the dream house and living by the sea and making millions it's nothing about that it's just feeling good and showing up authentically every single day mm-hmm. That's your yeah. and so many people try to be successful and be in their power by achieving or doing and it's nothing about that like your power is here it's inside it's in you <laughs> exactly exactly um Another of your main focuses is to connect with your sensuality and feeling sexy. And this can be a big trigger for many women. So um, how does this happen for you? And how do you see this connection with sensuality and feeling sexy? It's this is a big trigger for a lot of people because we don't want to be seen as that kind of woman. We don't want to be seen as promiscuous. You know, there's this challenge of where we should be one kind of wife, one kind of woman in the bedroom, one kind of woman at work. And all of those needs to be in like some kind of appropriate confines for somebody by somebody else's measure, by the measure of men usually, but also by other women. It's a lot of judgment on women who are in their power, their sensuality, their sexuality, and use that to their advantage to create money, to create a life, it's almost seen as not proper, right? And so we don't want to venture into that world. But the thing is about like your, your sensual and your sexual energy is that it, that is your power. That your flow your ability to affect other people's energy, your ability to create life, whether you choose to or not, your ability to receive as a woman, it's in your body, it's from your sexual energy. And I think, like, for me, I would say, like, the body is the portal, like, it's your vessel for receiving, it's the compass to the soul, it's all the things. And feeling good and that's all feeling sexy is really feeling sexy, feeling sexual, feeling good in your body, dropped into your body has to be a core element to moving forward in a life that feels like it belongs to you, like you're the leader of it. You have to own that power. You have to be the sovereign owner of your body and take back that power from other people that are holding it from you. So when we're talking about being sexy, I'm not talking about like high heels and a short skirt, because if that's how you feel sexy, that's great. Today I'm sat here doing this podcast. I'm in joggers and a top. And you couldn't tell me that I'm not sexy. It's a feeling. It's a state of being. And for me, it sits like just like underneath my boobs and on my chest. That I'm like, if I just, just if I don't feel like that or I'm frustrated or whatever, I can breathe into that area. Um, and there's a noise it's like mm, and I just ha huh. because no one teaches you I don't teach women to be sexy 
every woman is sexy. sexy. It's the minute that you know that and can feel it and can tap into it. That's how you activate that power. Yeah, I saw it like we have been so conditioned to to think that sexuality and being sexy is this promiscuous thing that like you said. And we can't even feel triggered because we have been restricting that so much in ourselves and in, it's part of our natural essence, but we, we restrict it. Therefore, when we see someone else doing it because we don't allow ourselves to do it, then it's like, oh my gosh, she's too much. Look how yeah. she dresses. Like <laughs> So yeah. I think like the sexual energy, which comes from the sacral is your warm space, is creative energy. Like we create life. To that sexual power right so it's, it's just to me sexuality is just your sexual energy is about creating in the world what you are here to create and bring yeah. it to your life as well but we just see sexuality as something to be ashamed of or not talk about it or not be too much about it yeah we don't i mean we don't necessarily give ourselves permission to be sexy either it might be that you on a day-to-day level, you're like, oh, no, I shouldn't wear that. Like, you might have this fabulous thing hanging in your wardrobe that you don't put on because you're like, oh, no, I don't feel like that's appropriate. People will think something of me if I'm, you know, if I'm wearing this. Even though if you put that on, you would feel sexy. And I think the minute you start to take those moments where you can, like, I love this song, I'm going to dance to that because it feels sexy, even if nobody else is dancing yeah, I'm going to wear that today. I'm going to speak to that person. I'm going to flirt. I'm going to be playful. All these things that that's, um, that's magnetism. That woman that walks in owning herself and like that ability to have like a strong boundary because you need the masculine energy, right? You need a boundary for your feminine to flow in. You need both, but we're talking about sensual. That's the core of your, your feminine yeah, we 100% need the masculine, but if we don't connect with that essence, mm. then things are not going to flow for sure. <laughs> so if someone if someone has uh, finds difficult to connect with that sexual energy, mm. that sexuality and feeling sexy, if that's a trigger, where could they start? I think if you find it very triggering, I think there's a layer of, self-love and acceptance that needs to happen first so I think I would do things like mirror work where if you can just if you know if you're not ready to delve into like feminine essence pleasure sensuality somatic movement you might not be there yet but you might be able to take a couple of minutes every day and I've got a mirror here and just like I don't know just gently touch your face finding like the parts of you, breathing in, giving yourself a hug, holding yourself in acceptance of all parts of you. And that's where I would start. I would start with acceptance in the body, you know, using your fingertips, like touch your arms, touch your neck, your face, just to be like, I'm here and this is me. And also to start to rewire that we live in the body yeah we have a mind and a brain and a personality and all those things but we live in our body and so you know just that kind of light touch a hug 
um, can really help bring you back in touch with that. And then if you wanted to, if you were ready to do more things, I would look at like some sensual movement, um, some more like body worship, mirror work kind of stuff. But if you find it triggering, take a step back, then this isn't, you're not ready for it yet. And that's okay. You have to, you can't skip your journey. You can't skip it. You have to, these things find you when it's ready. And um, so I would start with the self-love element. It makes a lot of sense. Like, obviously, if you don't accept yourself and you don't feel comfortable within yourself, then you're not going to be able to connect with these things. So self-love mm-hmm. makes sense. That mm-hmm. is the first step. <laughs> I know <that. laughs> So how can feeling more sexy and more sensual help in manifesting your deepest desires? Oh, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. This is like the manifestation teach technique that I teach is called body magic, which is that we attract in what we are able to energetically hold in the body. And we can expand our ability to hold more through expanding our connection with our body. I believe that like when we think about our desires, generally they sit somewhere else in the body. Some desires sit really low, some sit really high. And when we can start to tune in with like where they sit, then we can amplify those feelings in the body. And then what you are is an energetic match. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, just like that. It is that easy because it's all very well. You could do 20 minutes of affirmations, right? And your whole time, your body might be contracted. It might not be open. Your nervous system's like, nope. You could say I'm a millionaire all the live long day, right? But your body's like, no, it's not going to happen. (laughs) It doesn't feel good. But if you could tap into being like, I feel like I could be open to receiving more. It's like, huh, suddenly body's like relaxes. Like, yeah. And then I'm like, investigate a bit further. So I'm open to receiving more. Cool. Where does that sit? Yeah, and what are we actually talking about? Okay, more money, more love, more pleasure, all these different things. Okay, yeah, that sits here. Okay, and how can I visualize my body opening? And how do I feel that energy shift? How do I feel lighter? Okay, yeah, and just working it through like that. Why? It's so powerful because, like, it's the first time I have a conversation about a technique that is totally having the mind out of it so it's all about connecting and imagining how things will feel and how you can open that new space yeah because the mind's repetitive and I really had this knowing that the the body's executing your limiting beliefs and I really had this moment when I was on a plane and um, I have severe allergies to nuts and I had this feeling like I was having an allergic reaction even though I I wasn't, I hadn't eaten anything. It was, but my body was executing a reaction. And I was like this, and I was like, hold on, this is absolute madness. My body, my mind holds a belief that I have allergies and I'm not safe on a plane. And my body's executed that reaction on its own. Mm. So then I was like, so all of our limiting beliefs then must always be executed by the body no matter what the mind is saying. Because my mind was saying, you're safe, you're fine, you haven't eaten anything. Body's like, no, we hold this belief that you have allergies, that you're not safe. 
And I was like, there's this total disconnect. It doesn't matter. I could be saying anything to my mind. My body's going to execute the belief. And so then I started to work out, okay, well, how can I change my beliefs in my body? What's the work that I can do around that? Um, yeah. And then it all just starts to unravel. Well, that's so interesting. So even though you were like in your mind, you were telling yourself you were sad, your body was still yeah. that reaction. And that's the thing with a lot of stuff, you know, we talk about we can intellectualize pain, trauma. We can say, yes, we can understand that I have this pattern because of this. And it's like, cool, but like, you know, the body then you go into a situation where you feel triggered and you've gone, you've gone into fight or flight. Your body's executed something. It's not enough just to know where it's come from or to know what it is, to be able to intellectualize it. it. We have to change that in the body. And that's where like the embodiment work we were talking about, like moving through that frustration, moving the energy, shifting the energy so, uh, and EFT tapping, which is something I've always done, but it's that kind of like shifting. Yeah. So what is coming to me is that obviously with your conscious mind, you can not remove things that are deeper programmed mm -hmm. into your subconscious or your body. So you kind of access the subconscious through the body. Yes, exactly. And sometimes I feel like you don't need to know what's wrong. You know, sometimes you wake up and you're like, I feel like shit. Like what's wrong? I feel heavy. I'm frustrated. But yesterday I had a great day. I don't know. I've just slept. I feel funny. I don't necessarily need to know what it is but I know that I have a feeling and I know that I don't want it in the body anymore. And so it can work both ways because we're, you know, we're reacting to things, to memories we can't even remember. And there's a really interesting book. It's called The Body Keeps Score. And it's about how our body is actually like the record keeper rather than the mind. Um, I heard about the book. I haven't read it. Oh, I really highly recommend it. Yeah just for that extra level of being like, oh, I can see why I'm triggered. And then journaling about it and being like, I'm triggered because this, this and this, and I want to feel like this, this and this. And it's like, okay, yeah, I feel like I've got that out my mind. But body's like heart's racing, stomach's in knots. You've got like a lump in your throat when you swallow. Body's still executing. Yeah. Yeah, when I do my, my hypnosis sessions, I always make them connect with, like, let's say that I say to my client, okay, let's visualize this version of you having all these things. Now, where do you feel the resistance? So even though it's hypnosis and I'm going deep into the subconscious, yeah. I'm still connecting them to the feelings in the body. Okay, where is this feeling of resistance and what does it want to say? Yeah, I love that. Like, that is just going to make it so much more powerful because the body's then also involved. It's that like mind-body connection strengthening. That's really cool. So um, what are some practical things our listeners can do to access the power and wisdom of their bodies and connect with their sensuality and sex itself? I know we already touched a few things they could do, but if you want to share any others. Mm. Yeah, I feel like the first thing that you can do is kind of recognize that it, the body is the part of you that holds you <laughs> and I think it, and it, it's just like a sort of a I say it's a mindset shift but it's like a body set shift right that we're moving from being like me I am my brain my face to being like my power and my wisdom and me my soul 
lives in the body and operating from a place that's a bit lower down. That's a practice. I think deep breathing, um, closing your eyes and just moving how your body wants to move. I would say find music that makes you feel sexy, play one song every morning and let yourself move to it. Um, look at yourself in the mirror and allow yourself to like touch your face, touch your arms, touch your breasts and really just enjoy all the parts of you. And it's, you know, it's that acceptance of like, we have a shadow self, we have a dark feminine side and that I have, I have full permission to be all those parts of me. Yeah, that's beautiful. Is there any personal advice you would like to give to our listeners in regards to connecting with their feminine power and body wisdom? I think if I had have learned this like a bit sooner, I might have accelerated things. I'm grateful for my journey and all the steps. But if I'd have given myself full permission, like full unapologetic permission to want what I want, like for my desires to be okay, then I would have had much less push and pull, right? When I really was like, okay, no, what I want is, for this is a big one, this was a big one for me, like in relationships, that I always wanted to be like the strong, independent woman, right? When I finally admitted to myself that actually I wanted to be held and that I wanted somebody I could relax into and I wanted to be looked after, that then the relationship came along and it was like I hadn't allowed myself to want that thing. I had not given my self permission to be able to surrender into somebody else because I held this belief that it was weak. So even though I had these beliefs about it, I would deeply wanted something else. And so you can get there quicker if you allow yourself to want what you want, full permission. Yeah. We're going back to the, what you truly want and not what your mind <laughs> wants. Yeah, exactly. Want. Exactly. That's a beautiful mm. advice. So before we finish, I would like to ask you the powerful, wild and magical question. So yeah. what's something you are absolutely in love with right now in your life that is lighting your soul up? What is currently lighting my soul up is exploring and deepening my relationship with pleasure and the pleasure relationship with money, wealth, and abundance Ooh. and that connection. And um, yeah, and I'm, I'm doing a lot of like work um, and I'm learning a lot. I'm taking a lot of courses to really deepen that connection. I feel like one of my desires that I didn't allow myself to have was that I wanted to experience a lot of pleasure, this exponential pleasure that people were, able to talk about holding in their body and I want to you know have that as a relationship to wealth the more pleasure and the more wealth I bring in and that's that's what I'm exploring at the moment wow. yeah because I think if we all had wealth and money more connected to how we feel and pleasure I think everything would be so much easier mm -hmm. I love that and it's also really fun 
<laughs> it is fun. Like when I started to create more pleasure in my business at the beginning, it felt a little bit unsafe because all the conditioning. But the more pleasure you create, the more easiness and the more flow is created. And it's just last week I was talking to my healer and I was like, I don't know what's going on, but it's just workless hours. And then when I sit and get something done, it just gets done super quick. And before I was just yeah. like doing and doing and doing. And she's like, well, my love, that's feminine energy in action. You know? <laughs> it's <laughs> when, true. When you it's remove so that true. mental pressure, things are just flowing and everything is so much more fun and pleasurable. and exciting. Exactly. You know, moving slower is more pleasurable. Like, waking up and stretching out in your sheets like before you like roll over grab your phone half make a coffee you know like those are the moments we were talking about like yeah we've talked about you know sexual pleasure but I'm also just talking about like daily pleasure like how can I eat more slowly how can I nourish my body in a different way you know how can I like put my makeup on in a way that feels sensual you know these are also moments of pleasure yeah, we need to slow down and pay attention in the present to every single mm-hmm. moment, how we behave and feel every single moment for sure. Okay, so before we finish, would you like to share where can people find you? And I know you are in still in the launch of Body Magic. Yes, Body Magic starts on Friday, Friday the 1st, April the 1st, I was looking, which is the powerful new moon in Aries as well. So we'll kick off with a new moon um, ritual over there. It's going to be a really good moon for manifesting and power. We go through the four modules of like unearthing, identity, alchemy and embodiment. Um, So that because you know what it's like, you read all the books about manifesting and then you're like yep got it and then you close the book and you're like no idea what do I actually do so this is (laughs) this is so that you have a a framework to follow but mainly I play on TikTok and that's where you can come and find me (laughs) okay fantastic what's your TikTok account uh I am Fiona McConaughey same as my Insta yeah everything on the show notes Thank you so much for being here today. It was a very powerful conversation. Thanks for your wisdom. Thank you for having me. It was so nice to talk to you. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked this episode. If you did, please subscribe, share it, tag me and Fiona, and share your thoughts and breakthroughs with us. I would love to connect with you. Follow me on Instagram where you can reach me out and find more of what I do. Thanks for being here with me today. I will see you in the next episode, Powerful, Wild and Magical Being.